Make plans now to avoid the summer traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original in Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters during Del Mar. Their 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired race book includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the race book for our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post-time meets racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great summer racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on, to Del Mar. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face, cause somebody's gonna win every single time there's a race. Where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. Horse players, put on your handicapping hats and hit the Rainbow Six this weekend at Del Mar. The 20 Cent Rainbow Six Saturday offers a $1 million guaranteed payoff to any single ticket winner. On Sunday, there will be a mandatory payout in the 20 Cent Rainbow Six regardless of the number of winning tickets. Big money and a good time are waiting for you this weekend. See you where the turf meets the surf. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at drf.com slash bet. That's winning at drf.com slash bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Del Mar. Live racing is back where the turf meets the surf. Del Mar, cool as ever. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred LA. By the Lake Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your Breeders' Cup room now. By today's Racing Digest, where every issue is a handicapping lesson. By the Pample Moose Grill, Chef Jeffrey Strauss invites you to the best bet at Del Mar. Dinner at the Pample Moose Grill. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By Semi's Original, avoid the traffic gridlock. Watch and wager in Orange County where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semi's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. 
by the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. It's cool, fast, and firm in the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition. I'm Bob Ike, joined by John Lindo. We are live from the Del Mar Press Box, week four at Del Mar. Ten race card today, including the grade two yellow ribbon, the grade three Sorrento. Plenty to talk about going on at Saratoga. Colonial today, the Arlington Million and those races, the Beverly D and Secretariat, no longer at beautiful Arlington Park, but will be run at Colonial today. We'll also check in on Gulfstream Park, Santa Rosa. Lots to talk about, John. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, how you doing? I mean, we're out here watching workers at, at Del Mar on the main track right now. A little overcast, going to clear off like it has all summer. And uh, you don't have to worry. Uh, we're on the turf today. Yeah, we are on the turf. Uh, the turf racing's been great. All, all the racing's been very, very good here, John. Competitive racing, big fields. We talk about it over and over again. Uh, very nice Mutual opportunities, if you can put them all together. Uh, I haven't quite done that yet, but uh, we still have half the meet to go. After Sunday, John, we're basically at the halfway point. It sure goes fast, yeah. and, and, and the, the field sizes are being maintained. David Jerkins and the racing office doing a great job, and I think everybody's having fun. It, that, that's just the vibe down here. Yeah. Well, let's talk about first off, John, the yellow ribbon, the grade two. This is a race that used to be run at the Oak Tree Meet years and years ago in the fall at Santa Anita, and uh, it's still a very good race. Phillies and mares going a mile and a sixteenth on the turf, a field of seven, and once again, John, Phil D'Amato holds a very strong hand, but the favorite in the race is on the rail, closing remarks. Right. Anytime we're looking at turf stakes races down in Southern California, you start with Phil D'Amato's barn, and he runs three in here. He's got... Uh, a horse that comes off a really tough trip, number five, Lucky Girl, in the Ocinitas last time, just absolutely had the door shut on her turning for home, steadied several times, got beat less than two lengths that day. Uh, she might have been best. And uh, Joe Bravo's ridden her to a couple of victories, so she knows her well. She's got a chance to do some bouncing back in here. Uh, D'Amato brings back school dance off a little bit of a break. She has some tactical speed and uh, a filly that, has not. She's kind of run into a little bit of a losing streak right now, but she's capable of stringing good races together. And then he's got a new face named Turner Loose, who was previously trained by Brad Cox, uh, comes to Southern California, and she's trained very well here in the morning at Del Mar. And uh, those are the three that Phil has. Closing remarks, the one to beat. She had a really busy uh, schedule at Santa Anita this winter, won the grade two Royal Heroine, got a little bit of a freshening after an unplaced effort in the Gamely Stakes in May. So she's training well for this. But I, I think it's real interesting uh, that Joel Bravo jumps off of her and stays with Lucky Girl in this race. So a little push to me for Lucky Girl in a good version of, of the uh, Yellow Ribbon. Yeah, only seven of them, but it's top to bottom, very competitive, John. And pace, as always, will uh, have a lot to do with it. Ganadora for Bob Baffert has never been on the turf and looks like kind of clearly the speed of the race in here. You know, she's going to take them as far as she can and, and – uh, see if, if turf agrees with her right and awake at midnight also comes out of the ocinita she was beaten just a length that day uh, she, she's in good form so again uh, you can really make a case for for anything in fact uh, the only horse we haven't talked about is number three spirit and Glo glory and she makes her first start in southern california for robert falcone coming in from new york so a new shooter in here too and so I, I can't toss anybody. It's a difficult race for that Rainbow Six today. 
John, as well as it's been going for Delmar this summer, the exact opposite has been true on the other coast at Saratoga. Uh, a couple tragic breakdowns last week. Weather has not cooperated at all. They've been off the turf a lot. Vet scratches have been extremely prevalent. But what happened last Sunday in their pick five uh, may take the cake, John, as far as uh, managerial, what do you, let's call it incompetence. Well, I don't want to call it misconduct, but uh, I'll let the I'll let the listeners. You know, here's exactly what happened. In uh, the sixth race was the beginning of the pick five, uh, the late pick five at uh, Saratoga last Sunday. The horses are at the gate. They're starting to load, and all of a sudden, over the speaker system, Frank Miramati announces races seven, nine, and ten are now taken off the turf. Now the Instead of walking the horses around and giving the horse players a chance to change their tickets and adjust, they loaded them in the gate and popped the, and here they go. So they run the race, and you know the rule states that if the races are taken off a different service before the sequence starts, the ticket you have is the ticket you get. So after that race, I think hearing all the blow from the horse players before the seventh race came up, Saratoga now announces the horses that you had in the races that were off the turf are now in all. So they broke their rule in that point. Uh, the pick five ended up paying $25. The, the thing that bothers me is, yeah, they broke the rule in, in the favor of the horse players, but they also took that takeout money. The pool was nearly a million dollars. Some people were able to cancel out and get it down below a million, but they took all that takeout money. So now today... Uh, Saratoga says that now they will seed the pick, late pick five pool today by $100,000. And you can take this two ways. Number one, they're trying to make good to the horse players. It looks like they're doing the right thing. Hey, you know, we realize we made a mistake. Uh, David O'Rourke, the, uh, the, the CEO out there at the NYRA, came on Wednesday's show on, at Saratoga Live and said, we dropped the ball. So he, they're taking ownership of that. But, again, you can say that they're doing the right thing and trying to see the pool today, or the bitter horse player in me is saying, here's the $100,000 we took in that takeout from there. You want it, come and get it, and we'll take some more takeout from you trying to hit it today. John, we were talking before the show, dropping the ball, admitting dropping the ball, that's all great. How many times can a group drop the ball? <laughs> I, 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 mean, I don't we've know. We've seen this for years now where either – the sequence gets started, and the surf, you know, they have to change surfaces because of rain. When rain was clearly in the forecast, right. um, it's like every time is the first time, and it caught them by surprise. This, this is not uncommon, and it needs to be handled better. Well, and we've talked about the inconsistency back there that the stewards have had making decisions. Well, it, it goes from the top down. You see the inconsistencies in how they handle these different situations. You, you start losing the confidence and the trust of the horse player, and that's awful difficult to get back. So we'll see where this goes. Uh, you know, it, it was the perfect storm of negative things happening, but I just don't think they handled it right. Let's talk about another announcement during the week, and I'll, I'll call it a surprise announcement, kind of like the closing of Golden Gate was a surprise announcement. But first, racing is discussing moving the date of the Preakness Stakes, which has for decades now been two weeks after the Kentucky Derby. Uh, they are talking about moving that date to four weeks after the Kentucky Derby. So talk about this, John, how it would impact the Triple Crown. Basically, you, 
you wouldn't have a triple crown because horses are not going to come back again and run a week later in the Belmont. So uh, talk about it, John, and, and what are the repercussions? Well, in the middle of this week, it came out that Aiden Butler is quoted in, in Thoroughbred Daily News. We have discussed it internally and believe it's in the best interest of horses and horse safety to move the Preakness four weeks after the Kentucky Derby. Well, if they believe that, that's well and good, and that's fine. But there are a lot of moving parts of the Triple Crown, and I really do think that maybe you ought to discuss this amongst the Derby people and the, and the Belmont people because you can't run the Preakness one week before the Belmont, which is always five weeks after the Derby. As a group, I think they have to decide what the sequence is going to be. So to come out and say, we're going to do this, you know, and just leave everybody else hanging. It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, there are television considerations. Uh, there are so many moving parts to the Triple Crown, and uh, you know, uh, and immediately it's not like Belmont Day is a one race thing. It's no, their it's, biggest it's, it's, it's day. A they have seven or eight Grade One races. I don't see Naira moving their date. Well, the first reaction quoted by Naira is, "We have no intentions at this point of moving the Belmont." So, are you really going to have a Triple Crown where the Derby's the first Saturday in May? Four weeks later, you have the Preakness, and then a week later, you've got to go a mile and a half in the Belmont. That that just doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. Uh, John, I think we're probably the momentum at some point is going to change the, the, the five-week schedule because that's just where we are. Right. I like it the way it is. I'm a traditionalist. I think you have to be a super special horse to do it. Uh, I think it's probably going to change at some point, but it's going to have to be worked out by everybody involved. Yeah, you know, it's special because it's hard, and that, that's, that's right. part of it, and it's not impossible. American Pharaoh showed us that. Justify showed us that. So there are recent examples that it can be done. Uh, you know, I understand why the, the folks that have the Preakness, they want those horses to participate in the second leg of the Triple Crown. Uh, and uh, so there's a lot of, you know, again, moving parts, and they have to decide as an industry how they're going to handle this, but it has to be a group decision. It, it can't be one entity just deciding to, I'm going to take my ball and move it here, and whatever you guys do is fine. John, let's talk about some good news. At least we view it as good news, and that's that Santa Anita announced for the fall meet the jackpot rainbow pick six is bye-bye, and we go back to a traditional 70-30 split with a carryover and a change to $1 increments. I like that as well. I'm excited about this because I haven't really played the pick six or six for six or seven years now. I'm not interested in the jackpot at 46% daily takeout rate. I'm not interested on the mandatory days when all the computer-generated tickets are jumping in. So for me, this is great. Um, I'm hoping other tracks on this circuit will follow. And uh, what do you think? Well, for me, uh, I, I don't play the pick six, like you say, in the rainbow format. It's just my, my choice. It's there, and I can choose to play it or not. I don't. Uh, there is a mandatory payout at Del Mar tomorrow. I'll take a look at that and see if it makes sense. And if there's a single ticket today in the Rainbow Six, they're going to uh, hand those people a check for a million dollars. And you look at the daily handle on the Rainbow Six, and it's actually it's pretty good. So I understand why the, the tracks have it. But 
I believe in that format of the 70-30 split. If nobody hits the six that day, that 70% goes in the next day as and a carryover. And consolations keep you rolling. Exactly. You yeah. could have four, three or four or five consolations, get all your money back, even make some money on the ticket, and then you're in again the next day. Right, and I think the dollar uh, minimum bet is reasonable for that type of format. Yes. I think it makes a lot of sense, and I, I'm a, I was a little surprised to see this because Santa Anita's always been a staunch supporter of the Rainbow Six format, so uh, interesting that they've, they've made this decision. Well, very excited about that. John, and let's uh, do some handicapping on today's card. Your selection sheet, the Lindo Report, appears uh, at todaysracingdigest.com, but it also is available for free at the South Point. And uh, if you want to get up to the South Point and talk to Steve Johnson, give him a call, 866-780-7223. Ask him about the horse player's rate and the thoroughbred Los Angeles rate. Uh, John? Brought to us by South Point. How about a radio play today at Del Mar? Let's go to race five at Del Mar. And, Bob, we're starting to see some horses run back from the beginning of the meet. And you have, and in the fifth race, number seven, Safa is one of those horses, ran third opening day. You've got to remember those first couple of weekends, the rail was no good. She was down inside, took the worst of it, ran a good third considering the, the trip she got. She's in post number seven today. Uh, the track's a lot more fair than it was at that time. I think with a good trip, she's going to improve. Seven to two on the morning line against the biased trip. Number seven, Safa, race five at Del Mar. And you've got a play coming up, and you have your Bob Ike picks, and, and, and uh, your sheet is available today. Where do you want to go uh, for a pick from Del Mar for, uh, as far as your selections? My best plays are in races 7, 9, and 10, and I put $168 into a very difficult late pick 5. And uh, one of those races, John, I'm going to make the radio play, and it's the race you previewed, the Yellow Ribbon. I really like number 5, Lucky Girl, in here as a gamble at 5-1. to one. As you mentioned, a very, very tough trip last time. Was trying to rally, ran into traffic, cut down inside, and... Actually finished, I thought she would have been right there, was beaten less than two lengths while finishing sixth. Uh, the Osanitas is a restricted race, obviously a little easier than this spot, but she has some back class to go back to. I think Phil D'Amato is going or the has her going the right way and you mentioned bravo elects to stay here uh over the favorite closing remarks so i think he knows what he had underneath him last time i think there's some value ninth race number five lucky girl five to one on the morning line is my radio play john let's take our first time out when we come back we'll talk with bob mazursky and bruce finkelstein you're listening to thoroughbred los angeles on am 830 klaa Home of Angels Baseball. And gents, get your bow ties. The Uncorked Wine Festival is back at Del Mar, August 19th. 
Sample over 100 wines and bubblies from around the world. Plus, enjoy top local food trucks and music trackside, where the turf meets the surf. Your tickets to One Corked include track admission, a racing program, a tip sheet, and can be purchased at DMTC.com. Where the turf meets the surf at Del Mar. Make plans now to join us for the Uncorked Wine Festival. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back. Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo live from Del Mar. And before we bring in Bob Mazursky, we need to talk about Calbred of the Week, John. And it's an old friend who uh, got back on his favorite turf course. Right, and that's Carmelita's man who uh, won the $150,000 California Dream Mistakes last Saturday for the second straight year. Carmelita's man is by Mucho Macho Man out of the North Light Mare Carmelita. 
was bred by Richard Barton Enterprises, owned by Larry and Ann Jett, and trained by Dean Pedersen. Now has eight wins from 27 lifetime starts. Picked up $90,000 last Saturday. Career earnings over $554,000. You can ask the owners, Larry and Ann Jett, if it pays to own a cowbred. And, John, tell us about that CTBA Northern California yearling sale. Right. That is Tuesday up at the Pleasanton Fairgrounds at at, uh, 12 noon is the start. Uh, This is a sale that produced Yo-Yo Candy, a $6,000 baby that came back and won the Grade 3 Sanford this year. Uh, Ceiling Crusher cost $22,000 there. She's a multiple stakes winner, and she won the Mel Air Stakes here in Southern California. Again, Tuesday, August 15th. There's a travel stipend for your trainer if you want to go up there and you make a purchase of $5,000 or more. So a lot to check out there. You can call the CTBA office, Loretta Vega, 626-445-7800. And, uh, you know, it, it just might be a buyer's market considering some of the news in Northern California. You might want to go up and take a look. Let's mention an honorable mention also, John, to yesterday's graduation winner. That was Lord Prancelot, who made it two for two for Jeff Bondi and Connections. And Part of Kent DeSormo's three-winner day yesterday. Yeah, he had a hat trick. Good for Kent. It's good to see him back riding 100%. Let's bring in Bob Mazursky from today's Racing Digest and, of course, the regular handicapper for the Southern California paper, newspaper groups. Uh, Bob, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you guys? We're doing well. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, let's first of all talk about the Sorrento Stakes, which goes as race number six today uh, for two-year-old Phillies. The rail horse Feisty Matoli is expected to scratch and run tomorrow, but that will still uh, leave us with a field of seven. Bob, how did you see this one? Well, I really like the way Benedetta won first time out at Los Al. Tambo, who was second in the race, came back to win at Del Mar. She's drawn outside, which I like. Victor Espinosa takes the call. I mean, Juan Hernandez rode her at, at uh, Los Al, but of course he's riding the Baffert horse today, Dua, who won over the Del, the Del Mar track. And, I think six furlongs is going to help her because she's by Arrogate, so the more distance, the better for her. Greenfire was very impressive, winning the stakes at Pleasanton. First time out, showed really good speed, probably has the speed of the speed in here. And then You Are in Trouble was right there with uh, Dua and her debut for Doug O'Neill. So I think the race boils down to those four. But given the post position, I think Benedetta is the one that I would lean towards. Guys, you know that racetrack saying about the first person you see at the track, you're supposed to bet their horse? Right, Well, yeah. when I was driving in this morning, Simon Callahan was the first person I saw as he was going out to his, his train horses. So I guess, Bob, I think you you might have the winner there in Benedetta. John, what do you have? Well, I, I tell you what, uh, Bob, we're looking at uh, a mandatory payout in the Rainbow Six tomorrow. Now, you've always been a guy in the Los Angeles. You guys had that traditional pick six. We, we talked about the news that Santa Anita will be going back to that pick six, but one of the benefits when we do have the Rainbow Six, uh, if nobody, there's no single ticket today, everybody's playing and it's a 20 cent minimum. There's a chance to, to play for a lot of money tomorrow. Yeah, no doubt. You know, that, that's the only time sometimes I'll get involved on those days if I think that there's a chance to maybe make a nice score, but most of the time, like, I'm like the Kurt Huber, Bob Ike uh, play. I like the old way and I'm glad Santa Anita's doing what they're doing, but. Tomorrow I'll look at the card closely and see if it's worth playing. Uh, Bob, you've given us winners now two straight weeks, and we want to make it three in a row. So uh, brought to us from today's RacingDigest.com. Do we still have Bob? Oh, I don't. Oh, did we lose Bob Mazursky? I'm here. We'll get him. I'm here. Oh, there okay. he is. Okay. All right. Thanks, Bob. Heard a busy signal there. I thought you got mad and hung up on me. Um, so brought to us from today's Racing Digest, give us three weeks in a row. Where do you want to go at Del Mar? 
I'm going to go to the final race of the day. I like number seven, Miss Call. First off, the claim for uh, Kristen Mulhall, adding the blinkers. I thought this horse was better than looked in his first start of the meet. I Hopefully he'll get a good trip, just stalking the pace here. So number seven, Miss Call in race 10. And, Bob, uh, you brought, your picks are brought to us by today's Racing Digest. I want to let people know the Digest has given a promo code out today for Thoroughbred LA listeners. If you go there and you want to purchase a Digest at todaysracingdigest.com, use the promo code GETPICKS, and any uh, full, cop, full Digest that you order, you'll get 50% off. So, Bob, let's hope you catch them a winner there and you save them a little money there when they're buying the Digest today. No doubt about it. Let's, uh, let's get lucky and race 10 today, and good luck to everybody today. All right. Thank you, Bob. Talk next week. All right. Take care. Okay, that was Bob Mazursky. Let's head out to Vegas now and uh, talk with Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? We're doing well, and uh, it pains me to, to say this, but uh, the Arlington Million, we want you to preview it, but it's at Colonial instead of Arlington Park, which was one of the great racetracks I ever got a chance to visit when the Breeders' Cup was there. Uh, the grandstand was phenomenal. Not a not a beam or a pole in sight, John. I mean, that thing was built state-of-the-art, and it's just unbelievable it's not there anymore. But, uh, Bruce, times change, and uh, we have, go to Colonial now for this year's Arlington Million. Yeah, and was it was last year, did they run this? Where did they run this last year? Was Churchill, it yeah. It was at Churchill, Churchill last year. Yeah. Yep. Churchill last year. So there's a good trivia question moving forward, right? Uh, where That's these right. races have been run. <laughs> Uh, Colonial, by the way, may have right up there maybe the most beautiful grass course in the country. It looks like there's two different grass courses, if I'm not mistaken. It's the widest one, and, boy, it is beautiful, and uh, there's some high-quality racing there today. And let's go to the um, Arlington Million. Um, I'll tell you what, not to be critical, but I'm going to be anyway. The morning line here is way off in this race. So when you're betting this race, don't pay attention to it because uh, I don't think I think the two fa- who's the two favorites you have a tone at seven to two, Rock Emperor at five to one. The first two choices I I'd be surprised if they're the first two choices in this race. I think they're way off. So don't really even look at that. I, I really like an up and comer in here, guys. The eight catnip. Um, he was an okay four uh, okay three year old. Actually has a win on this track. Actually broke maiden. So that's a big plus. But. He was gelded for his four-year-old campaign coming off a six-month layoff. He reeled off three consecutive wins. You had to see his win on June 17th at Monmouth. That was the eye-catcher. He sat second, kind of got shuffled back. Rosario let everybody make a move. And if you watch his race, he looked hopelessly beaten. He went back to second to last after being up close. And then he just made a second run and powered home to win. Now, in his last race, he was stretched out to a mile and three-eighths, a little further, and I thought Rosario didn't ride the same race this time. He went after a big long shot, a 58-to-one shot by the name of Sohai, moved early, had the lead in mid-stretch. I think that early move kind of got to him. He was beaten a length, but he had the lead at the mile and a quarter mark. You notice there's a rider switch today. Brian Hernandez actually has one on this horse. I think he is better the more you wait, he doesn't want to be moved too soon, but he can really give you something late. He's, he's kind of a, a new, fresh face in this division who's getting better and better. I think Catnip's the horse to beat. Strong quality of the seven, a crazy 12-1 to 1 on the line. Might be coming out of the best race in Manhattan, one by up to the mark, who could be the best uh, 
at least North American runner these days on the grass. He did fade a little bit in that race, but I think this could be an easier group than he just faced. He has to be caught in here. Uh, those are the two horses that I zeroed in. I don't think we're going to get 8-12 and 12 to 1, but uh, I thought Catnip was the horse to beat, and Strong Quality was definitely the horse that, that had to be cat, caught in this race. Well, Bruce, you're, you're doing California as usual, Santa Rosa up north, Del Mar down south. So before uh, Bob Ike gets a pick from the south course here at Del Mar, how about a pick at Santa Rosa today? Yeah, let's go with a horse at Santa Rosa in the um, in the eighth race. This is a starter allowance race. And, guys, you can get a bargain claiming horses. Check out the five horse. And I think he used to run in SoCal. Ecologist, way back in mid-February, you could have had this horse for $4,000. Since that time, this horse has won four races with two seconds. Three of those four wins come in starter allowance races. Uh, he has done a complete turnaround for Sammy Calvario. Today he runs in another one of these starter allowance races. He tried dirt last time out, had a little bit of trouble at the top of the lane, gave a good account of himself, but he did win a starter allowance race. If you go back to his last middle distance uh, turf race at Golden Gate, that was a super effort. He was caught hopelessly wide in a baseless race and somehow got the win. He'll get a lot of pace to run at. He fires every time. Um, and and I think he's the most raw, reliable in here. So race eight, let's go with the five ecologist at four to one on the morning line. And let's come south, Bruce, for a pick at Del Mar. Yeah, how about the second race, guys? The three Motown music I thought was super impressive coming off a, a year layoff at Santa Anita, winning for a fifty thousand tag. Uh, it was a two horse battle with Royal Act to the Wire. There were seven clear. He jumped up into an allowance race and maybe just was overmatched against the likes of Katona, who I believe came back and won a stakes race uh, at the fairs off of this race. And I know the third-place finisher, Divine Armor, he didn't really do much running at all. He's been given two-and-a-half months recovery time. He's fine with space between his races. Aguilar is reunited, who won with him two races ago. He's got a little bit of early natural early speed. He could stay close in a paceless race. I think back in against claimers might do the trick here. So race two, let's go with the three Motown music again, listed at four to one on the morning line. Tell us what's available at betonbruce.com today. So we have a full card at Del Mar. I did an audible today. We did the late, I didn't know what was going to happen with Saratoga. There was a forecast for rain. So instead of doing the late races from Saratoga today, the late races from Ar- from Arlington, from, from Colonial to Arlington <laughs> Million Day. See, I even tripped up on that one. Um, so we have a full card with Del Mar and the late races from Colonial. Also, uh, best bets from Del Mar and a pick four today from Santa Rosa. So check us out at betonbruce.com. Thank you, Bruce. We'll talk again next week. Take care, guys. All right, that was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets and Toby Callett from tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. That'll be the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels Baseball. M830. Now more than ever, 
It pays to own a cow bred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Today's Racing Digest has been dedicated to the survival of horse players since 1970. Exclusive speed, pace, and final time figures, comprehensive performance ratings, and independent clocking information are all included in each Del Mar edition of today's Racing Digest. Looking for some extra help? Individual handicapping products from Thoroughbred Los Angeles radio handicappers Bob Ike, John Lindo, Bob Mazursky, and Toby Callan are available at todaysracingdigest.com each racing day. You can also take advantage of up-to-date news regarding trends, forces to watch, and free educational information. Pick up your copy of Today's Racing Digest on track at Del Mar or log on to todaysracingdigest.com. Set up your account and get ready to win. From dawn's early light until after the sun sets, Today's Racing Digest is working to make your day at the track a winning one. Today's Racing Digest, where every edition is a handicapping lesson. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Horse players, Los Alamitos has a big pick six carryover of over $45,000 this Saturday night. And with the new money to be wagered on Saturday, the total pool could be over $190,000. Remember, racing fans, Los Alamitos offers a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race at Del Mar. It should be a great pick six sequence at beautiful Los Alamitos Racecourse. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night, featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, a great pick six wager, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we have a pick six carryover of over $45,000 this Saturday night. Angels Radio, AM 830. 
Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lindo. And John, Thursday night, big dinner, an important dinner, the Gregson Foundation. Tell us about it. Right. They're honoring John Harris from Harris Farms. And uh, the Gregson Foundation does a lot of good work. You're talking about scholarships for the kids of, of backstretch workers. They help with tax preparation, all kinds of different things for the people that make the game go. If you want to go and enjoy and support this important group, GregsonFoundation.com is where you can get your tickets for Thursday night. And let's wish good luck to our friends Pete and Ev Perella's Legacy Ranch. They've got a runner in tomorrow. They've got a couple runners in tomorrow. They've got Rascality, a first-time starter, in the third race tomorrow. And they've also got, well, they're on the also eligible list. Yeah, they'll need a little help at scratch time with Strange Addiction. Right, post-15 on that one. But best of luck to those uh, the Legacy Ranch people. Terrific people. You root for them every time they go to post. All right, let's bring in John Hardoon from the Raggers and Sheets. Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. And uh, before we talk about Saratoga and today's conditions, uh, how about a friend of yours, an old friend, Richard Dutro? Looks like he could be back in the Breeders' Cup Classic because a horse he now trains, White Abario, uh, romped home in the Whitney. So uh, I, I know you were in his corner last week, John. Yeah, well, it's been 10 years between uh, stakes wins for him, but uh, you can't say that often, and uh, good for him. He deserves it. You know, you got to feel a little bad for Sappy Joseph, though, Bob, to be honest with you. You know, uh, he had two horses that died on uh, Derby Week, and uh, they took his license away, and then uh, the owners were forced to transfer the horses because they didn't know if they'd be able to run. They moved them to Dutro two weeks later, Churchill apologizes to Sappy Joseph, but meanwhile, he lost the horse. So I don't know how fair that is, but uh, that's the new world we live in. That is the world we live in. Unfair completely. Um, and, John, as we were talking about, Sappy Joseph was cleared by Churchill. His horses came back tested clean. There was no problem with those horses who probably died of a heart attack. So in the meantime, these owners had to transfer White Abario because... They had, the, he, yeah. His status was up in the air. They didn't know where St- Safi would be able to run. Uh, so Richard Dutro's good fortune, Safi Joseph's bad fortune, and it always reminds me of a quote when somebody gets acquitted of something that they didn't do. Where do I go to get my reputation back? Exactly. And, uh, you know, we're talking about a horse now in the Breeders' Cup Classic, and uh, it's really unfortunate and uh, you know, again, it was. Is, are they going to make him? Are they going to make him whole for what happened? I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Well, uh, John Hardoon, you and, guys and have been. Me, I'm a friend of I'm a friend of Dutro's, and I'm happy for him. But what happened to Sappy Joseph? It just really stinks. It just was a really a bad deal. And and again, we're sorry. We're sorry. Doesn't quite cut it here. Yeah, exactly. And neither the paycheck's not there either from a race like the Whitney. <laughs> well. Uh, Enough of that, John. We're, you guys are on the turf today. You've been hit hard by everything. Saratoga's had you know, just a very, very tough meet, but it looks like conditions are pretty good today and uh, the races stay on the turf, correct? Yes, they are expecting. There is a chance of rain late in the day, maybe 5 or 6 o'clock, but by then the car should be done with, and uh, hopefully they get through. Uh, you know, the sun is shining now. It's certainly a beautiful day, but the weather changes here in a hurry. And Saratoga has had a horrible meet and especially a horrible week since last Saturday with the breakdown of the tests and everything else that happened on Sunday. 
But, uh, and a ton of scratches. I mean, you know, yesterday, four races with four horses in them. How are you supposed to make any money? John, what about the uh, four-star Dave today, the ninth race? That's one of the features there. Give us a little preview, if you would. All right. Well, this is actually going to be our radio play as well. You have two favorites in here, number four, Annapolis, number six, Casa Creed. And I think they're both vulnerable. I love the number one horse in here, Emmanuel. This is a four-year-old coach in the Todd Fletcher barn. He's getting better with each and every start. He's been freshened up to this spot. Jose Ortiz aboard to ride. He's listed at three to one on the morning line. And you'll get every bit of it with the two short price horses in here. I like number one, Emmanuel, to win this year's four-star day. By the way, Chad Brown, no horses in the four-star day, no horses on the card today. When was the last time you could say that about a Chad Brown uh, entries at Saratoga? It's unheard of, but uh, he has nothing running today. That's incredible. And I know you did the homework out here at Del Mar, too. We want to get a, a pick from you on the West Coast if you've got anything for Del Mar, John. We do. We're going to look at the ninth race today, the Yellow Ribbon Stakes. And a pretty big race. It's a contentious field, seven entered. And I like the number three horse in here, Spirit and Glory. This is a Florida affiliate shipping in for trainer Robert Falcone. That's the Barrio Stakes amount, and he's as good as anyone on the grass, and he's as good as anyone in uh, Southern California. You're getting 6-1 to one on the horse. This is an improving four-year-old filly. Last seen at Monmouth, she's getting better with each start. I like number three, Spirit and Glory, the upset and win this year's Yellow Ribbon Stakes. John, tell us about the website and what's available, please. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N dot com, three best plays, $10, full price, $25. Today we have Delma, Saratoga, Monmouth, and Colonial Down Select. Very good. Good luck today, John. We'll talk to you again next Saturday. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. All right. That was John Harduna. Let's bring in Toby Kellett from South Florida. Good morning, Toby. Hi, Bob. How are you, buddy? We are doing well, and how are you? I'm okay. Badly bent, but not broke. <laughs> I feel the same. Toby, I know what you're feeling, uh, but you know what? We still got half the meat here to go, and uh, I'm going to get I'm going to get it rolling here. Uh, what are conditions today at Gulfstream? We're, uh, we're fast and competitive. Uh, the badly bent and not broke had nothing to do with racing. That was, that was personal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the, my, I have no complaints with the, the racing out there. I, I, I have yet to make uh, the, the big, big kit that I've been uh, that I've attempted a couple of times so far when I swung for the fences, uh, the, the best I've had was a, a double off the wall. But uh, um, here, here in Florida, we scratch along and uh, we do the best we can. I'll take you to the fifth race today uh, for our radio play. You don't often see something like this. The horse that I like, uh, first of all, it's the only horse that's not a three-year-old in the race. And I don't necessarily subscribe to the younger and older stuff, especially in August. But uh, this horse is a 13-time winner. His five rivals are combined. They've had a combined six wins. Uh, this is a game-old horse. It's number two, Rebel League. And uh, he loves the extended shoot distances. As I say, he's a 13-time winner. He loves Gulfstream Park. All 13 are at Gulfstream Park on the Gulfstream Park main track. Behind him, we're going to look at the five off and play. The one, this runs for you. And the six, Boris. Two, five, one, six. To get all the six in today's fifth at Gulfstream Park. 
All right, Toby. TobyCallett.com. John's got something for you real quick, I think. Well, Toby, now... Say hi to to John. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to shut him out, but I guess he wants to get in and and have his say. I just want to check, you know, I saw the weather down there. It's been pretty warm and sticky. And, uh, again, does that main track change down there when it gets real hot like that? Is speed just the the way you want to be? The whole key is how much they water it. Um, In recent years, probably the last seven or eight years, they haven't watered the track nearly as much as they used to over at Calder when they had the summer the summer dates. So it is something to keep an eye on, and the color of, of the track will tip you off a little bit. If it's that light grayish color, you know it's dried out. If it's a little darker, uh, you'll know that, that it has a little moisture in it. Tighter, better for the forwardly placed horses. Grayer, better for the horses out off the rail and, uh, and mid-pack. Very interesting. Toby Callett from tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Thank you, and we will talk again next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, and John, before we take a break, let's just mention the Friday post times here were changed starting yesterday to 3.30, and very interesting reason why, and I didn't really realize it until reading the stable notes yesterday, which are put out by Jim Sharvat here at Del Mar, does a great job, a lot of detail. But it's because of the glare when the sun is setting with these later post times. Right. We've had a lot of days where we haven't had that evening overcast rolling in. And when it's clear like that, down the backside late in the day, that sun is setting directly in the eyes of these jocks. And as they go into that turn, the far turn, it, it can be a little difficult. So I guess they mentioned something, and Delmar did the right thing. Okay, let's move it a little bit. So 3.30 yesterday, it'll be 3.30 next uh, uh, Friday. And then the final weeks of Delmar that go to a 3 o'clock post time just because the days get shorter. Let's take our final time out. When we come back, Michael Rona from Los Alaminos. That's the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Angels Radio. AM 830. Where the where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on to Del Mar. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face, cause somebody's gonna win every single time there's a race. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Del Mar. Make plans now to be here to watch and wager for our biggest race of the season, the $1 million Pacific Classic, September 2nd. Five graded stakes guarantee an outstanding day of racing, and the first 10,000 fans receive a flight line cap with paid admission. Early first post time of 1.30 p.m. Go to dmtc.com to order your tickets today. See you where the turf meets the surf. Where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, All right now. down at Old Del Mar. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. 
From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AME 30. Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And before we bring in Michael Rona, let's talk about a couple spots you can hit if you can't be at the track live. The Sammys, first of all, in Orange County, Bob, 5 and 405 freeways right before that traffic gridlock coming down to Del Mar. They open up at 10 o'clock, so you got eight minutes or so to uh, opening at Sammys. You can play the pick six there, and if you hit that rainbow six and you're the only winning ticket, not only will you get the benefit of a million dollars from, from uh, Del Mar today, but Sammys will write you a $25,000 check. Maybe you can buy some guys a, a adult beverage today. Yeah, I think you'd be expected to. And also the Derby Room there at Fairplex, a great spot for uh, – just a great presentation, John. Food and beverage, audio, visual, you've got it all. That's the Derby Room at Fairplex. And, John Lindo, uh, you may have owned your last horse, but if so, you went out a winner. Congratulations. Yeah, the key is Unity won the last race on Sunday. That was fun, Bob. He won by nine and a half lengths, and we got to hear Trevor say he was moving like a winner, so that's a heck of a way to, yeah. to, to end the day. Well, I have a feeling you'll jump back, back in at some point. Well, we'll see. You're too young not to, John. Now, let's bring in Michael Rona. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bob, and congratulations, John. Thank you. Thank you. appreciate that, Michael. Hey, Michael, one of the best quarter horse races I've seen in a long time last Saturday, Impressum and Scoops Dynasty. They were in the one and two posts, and uh, that was a thriller. I don't think you quite knew at the wire who got it, but Impressum got his nose down once again. Yes, he did. The world champion prevailed by the narrowest possible margin, and you are correct, Bob. I had no bloody clue. Uh, it was very close. <laughs> And what was amazing about the race is that everybody was, including me on this show last week, was talking about 440 yards 
savouring impressum as opposed to 400 which they'd been running at so far this year. Uh, well, Impressum gave Scoop's dynasty about a half-length start, drew level mid-race, got a neck in front, but in those last 40 yards, it was Scoop's dynasty doing the stronger work, fighting back on the inside, and uh, that was testament to Scoop's dynasty's uh, continued excellence across this season. It's almost a travesty that the horse has not won a race yet, in his four-year-old campaign, he's dropped so many narrow decisions against top-class horses. But to get back to impress him, it was his appearance in the winner's circle that we saw, and he just continues to power along. And uh, he qualified in winning last Saturday night to a national final of big grade one at the Stone Star Park in late October. They're not committing to it yet. They're absolutely focused on defending the champion of champions title in December at Los Alamitos. They want to do everything to give Impressum the best chance to accomplish that. Uh, so they're examining all sorts of options. The horse hasn't actually run away from Los Al now for about 18 months. So uh, it's up in the air whether Impressum will even take up that invitation to Lone Star. But in the meantime, we savour the opportunity, the privilege really, to watch him in action at Michael, pick six carryover tonight. We love the traditional pick six carryovers, 45,000, so a nice pot to shoot for. It certainly is, and a slightly earlier kickoff tonight and tomorrow compared to recent weeks. It'll be a 7.15 first post both nights. All right, and uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, keep your streak alive. You gave us a winner again last week with Watchfully, uh, John Lindo, I know you kind of track these. We, we haven't had a hotter guy uh, this year in 2023 than Michael Rona. So, uh, Michael, how about tonight? Where do you want to go? Well, uh, thank you for the kind words. The 10-race program finishes with a stakes race, full field of 10 in a two-year-old feature, the John Deere Juvenile California Regional Challenge. Monte Rosa has a trio, and they've come up with the outside three post positions. The clear favourite on the morning line is number eight, double down one, two, three, winner of the kindergarten futurity and uh, fastest qualifier to this race. However, there is a stable mate at much better odds drawn next door, Jess Dynasty Time in gate nine, who represents a decent value play, in my opinion. The third place finish in the trial a few weeks ago was full of merit off slowly brushed the gate in fact when leaving the gate um and was inside coming from second last to finish third it was a good effort the horse hasn't run as fast as double down one two three yet but i like to switch to an outside gate drawn right outside the favorite and at eight to one just dynasty time number nine can shake things up at least from an exotic standpoint but has it just an outside upset chance to win the whole thing all right michael let's make it two weeks in a row with just dynasty time appreciate your uh, time michael and we will talk to you again next week good on you thanks fellas good 
All right, that was Michael Rona. And, John, we have just a minute here. Let's talk about the jockey trainee, trainer standings at Del Mar. On the jockey side, Juan Hernandez with 15, Hector Berrios with 13, Umberto Rispoli 12, and a guy you mentioned, John, before this meet started as one to look for, Antonio Frezu, 10 wins. He is having a very nice meet in fourth. And he looks good on a horse out there, and he's winning, uh, especially for Doug O'Neill. And on the trainer's side, we've got Phil D'Amato, 11, Bob Baffert, 9, Peter Miller, and Doug O'Neill with 8, Leonard Powell having a nice meet as well. And uh, just a quick note, John, Trevor Denman has been named the 19th recipient of the Lafitte Pankai Jr. Award. That's going to be presented by Del Mar here on August 19th. So we'll look forward to that for Trevor. August 19th, too, Fernando Toro will receive his National Museum Hall of Fame Award right here at Del Mar. Lafitte's going to present the award. Come out and see that. Great day, the 19th. Thanks for listening, everybody. Leilani and Jake inside all of our handicappers. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Let's get lucky and cash some tickets today. Mike Wilmer here tomorrow. Stay tuned for Andy Harris on the SoCal Restaurant Show coming up next. Good luck at the races today. Let's win some money. We'll talk to you next weekend. He's always on a steady course. Talk to Mr. A. Keep yakety yak the streak and waste your time a day. But Mr.